Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the group editor of Woman and Woman and Home magazine. And I'm Ian McEwan, writer on TV and Satellite Week, TV Times and What's on TV magazines. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 5th of May 2023, including the Netflix Bridgerton sequel Queen Charlotte, and South London rom-com Rye Lane on Disney+. Plus. Well, also be checking out dystopian, subterranean, sci-fi thriller Silo on Apple TV+, Plus, and the moving Disney Plus wartime drama A Small Light. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Sylvester Stallone will star in and produce... Prime Video's action comedy Never Too Old to Die about a Cold War veteran who investigates a murder in a retirement home for secret agents. What else is in the news, Hannah? Whatever next. Um, in Paramount Plus's film Little Wing, Succession's Brian Cox will play a man who forges a powerful connection with a troubled young girl who tries to steal one of his racing pigeons. Well, that was next. <laughs> right up there. <laughs> well, I know I say this quite often, but it is a very good week and plenty of variety too. We have a period drama. We have a wartime true story. We have a rom-com. And we're going to start... Of course, with a sci-fi, it's on Apple TV Plus, arriving on Friday. It's called Silo, and here's a clip. We do not know why we are here. We do not know who built the silo. And why we are underground. We only know the world outside our sanctuary is death. 10 episodes of this one hannah you get your first two on friday and then they will be arriving weekly i've watched a couple of episodes and i must say i really liked it so the question i have to ask you is what would life be like if we could never venture above ground well i live in a basement flat so it's something that uh, i'm familiar with that's the premise of this sci-fi it's set in this underground community of 10,000 people so it's kind of post-apocalyptic we assume this huge underground structure has been built it goes down so many stories with a big spiral staircase and we know that there's been an unsuccessful rebellion in this community as a result of which all history has been erased so no one really knows who built the silo what what were we doing before we were in the silo What we also know is that if anyone goes outside into the outside world above ground, and you can choose to do that, we see that they collapse and die within a matter of minutes. So it's a very interesting setup. And in episode one, it's based on some novels, actually, by a chap called Hugh Howey. And in episode one, we meet the sheriff, the lawman, Holston Becker, he's played by David Oyelowo, who is always very good, and his wife, Alison, played by Rashida Jones. This is quite a nice idea. So in this society, you have to get permission to try to conceive, to try for a baby. And if you do get permission, you only have a certain number of days within which it can happen. And after that, you have to stop trying or your birth control is, is put back in. Yeah, they're very keen to have a baby. She works in IT. 
and Tim Robbins, actually. Haven't seen him for a while. He plays the head of IT in this underground world. She's called out on a job and she discovers some things that make her start to question everything she's been told about life in the silo. It's really well done. They've created this whole underground world with and it's quite a retro culture because as you can imagine if you know if we went to live underground we'd basically been living on what we already had so everything would be kind of recycled so the people in this society who can kind of mend things mend old technology are highly prized what's unusual about it is that the main two characters that you meet in episode one, well, by the end of the episode, it looks as if we're not going to hear from them again. Whether that's the case, I don't know. But from episode two onwards, there's this engineer called Juliet who is going to be digging into the world of the silo and trying to find some answers. Okay, so I think they've created this very convincing world with all of its sort of commerce and all of its rules and its law enforcement and its IT. I loved the premise. Uh, I thought the performances were great. It's also got Harriet Walter, who's been doing some great stuff recently, as Martha, who who is one of these people who can repair old tech. So, yeah, I really bought into it, and I would definitely carry on watching. Uh, I know this isn't really your cup of tea, Hannah, but what did you think? <laughs> it's like my worst nightmare. I, I, do you know what? I, I mean, I say my worst nightmare, not to watch, as in the idea of being sort of trapped underground. I have this great fear of a tube, even though I use the tube. The, I don't mind the tube. It's just the idea of it getting stuck in a tunnel. It really bothers me. It's kind of that. I suppose it's just claustrophobia. And, and this just played massively into it. But I, what I did like about it was... Um, that it's just different. It's just felt felt very different. It, it felt like a different premise. We, see, we kind of talk each week about different things, and quite often there's a similar, you know, idea that runs through, or it's not really sort of um, treading new ground. And um, but this feels like it. It really is. It feels quite gritty. It's quite cruel, um, it, and it plays on all of our fears. I think, and that's and that's why it works. So actually, although it's not sort of something you'd necessarily think I'd enjoy. I think it's quite captivating. Well, something that is, I suspect, very much in your wheelhouse (laughs) on Netflix, it's the Bridgerton prequel, Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. And here's a clip. There is reason they wanted me. Why me? Charlotte, there are worse fates than marrying the King of England. It is time we were united as a society. You will make lots of babies. As many babies as possible for my son. So when I first heard that this was happening, I kind of, this this past week, I thought, no, no, I just love Bridgerton so much. How can this be as good? And can it ruin it? Or, you know, why? And then I thought, no, put those aside and just get into it. And, um... Yeah, if you're a Bridgerton fan, you're going to absolutely love this. So this is a prequel. So this is set years before Bridgerton that we saw. And, you know, Bridgerton has been enjoyed by so many people. Really colourful cast, just kind of breaks so many boundaries and barriers, which is absolutely excellent. And it's, you know, there's there's eye candy for everyone in abundance, let's be honest. Um, But then... This is equally a period drama, clearly, and it's set 
before. But it's it, all it does is show us how we've got to Bridgerton, if you like. And so it, it focuses and is set around Queen Charlotte and King George and how they first found love, which you know isn't really covered in, in Bridgerton at all. And um, we see Queen Charlotte coming over. It's an arranged marriage. Um, and she comes over from Germany. And she's already, you know, we, we've seen this in, in Bridgerton, some of the girls, you'd imagine they just all fall in line, but they don't. They sort of push back on this, on these ideals, even though, you know, this was set mainly in the 18th century. And uh, Queen Charlotte is one of them. And um, she finally meets the king as she's trying to escape over the over the walls to get out. And, um, and he stops her. And I think she realises quite how attractive, or she doesn't realise quite how attractive he is until she comes face to face with him. And of course, as with Bridgerton, there's highs and lows. But I think what this does is explain all the, well, everything, particularly um, the Charlotte and George part, but um, it explains how everybody fits and comes together. Um, I mean, they, they went on to, I think they had 15 children. He had very ill health. And we know from Bridgerton that Queen Charlotte is, is quite the character. And I didn't at first match the two, but it's perhaps we you know how her life changed her as why we see her, you know, now. Some of the older characters in Bridgerton also feature in this, um, but it's got exactly the same vibe as Bridgerton the music, the warmth, the fun, the narrative. I, I, I just think it's great, and I think it's going to be, a, a, you know, one that, again, everybody adores. Did you like it? Ian? I did like it, and I wasn't I wasn't hugely into Bridgerton, not because I didn't think it was good. I just didn't I didn't really get into the series. I watched a little bit of it at my sister's over Christmas, so I, I sort of approached this thinking, well, I you know I'm not really a, a huge Bridgerton fan, but I thought it was great. Imagine a world, Hannah, where uh, royalty have their life partners chosen for them because of their breeding potential. It couldn't happen in the modern day, could it? Uh, I joke, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, this is very much the backdrop is that um, they need to produce an heir. So they're looking for a queen for King George who will bear lots of children. And that's the long and short of it. And that's why they've chosen young Charlotte. Her brother set up the match. And, and in episode one, she doesn't want to go. But you see her traveling from Germany to England and being introduced at court and she's almost treated like you know they're, they're buying a sort of piece of livestock or something they're looking at her teeth it's all pretty grim she is great I must say uh India Amartifio who plays Charlotte and yeah there's this great scene she's no one will tell her what the king is like she's saying what is he like to all of the sort of footmen and the ladies in waiting and they won't say anything so she's assuming that there's something awful about him either his appearance or his personality and as you say, there's this terrific scene where she's trying to escape just hours, well, just before the wedding's going to happen. And she meets the king, played by Corey Milkreest, I think that's how you pronounce his name, not realising who he is. And of course, he's a dreamboat. And you, and you think, and what's quite interesting is that the king's mother, who's played by the brilliant Michelle Fairley, she invites a lot of the sort of uh, Afro-Caribbean society to the wedding 
so that because they do they do address this issue like when she first sees Charlotte she kind of licks her thumb and tries to rub off some of the brown on her face so the issue of the color of her skin is touched upon and so that's why she does this so yeah it's as you say it's got the thing where they do classical sort of baroque adaptations of modern hit singles which works really well the costumes are incredible the backdrop i'm sure i think pretty sure i saw um greenwich uh as a used as a filming location in this yeah i mean i really liked it i must say and as someone who was not a massive bridgerton fan i wasn't expecting to but i very much did something slightly different now over on Disney Plus. This was available from this Tuesday, the 2nd of May. It's called A Small Light, and here is a clip. I hear they're cracking down on the Jews. That must be scary. We have to hide our allegiances, Boris. We're not going to make it. Me, what I'm asking you to do is dangerous. If you get caught, you could get arrested, or even worse. I need your help hiding my family. You need to take your time to think it through. So I guess we, most of us feel we're pretty familiar with the Anne Frank story. Of course, she was a young girl who kept a diary while she was in hiding with her family in occupied Amsterdam from the Nazis during World War II. Um, and in fact, you can you can visit the house where she hid if you go to Amsterdam. So she's, I guess, one of the best-known victims of the Holocaust. What this focuses on is some of the people who helped to hide the Franks. So, uh, starring in it, you have Belle Powley, who's great in this. It's an eight-parter. And she plays Miep Gies, who is uh, an Austrian who... She has her own kind of slightly troubled backstory, and she was sent to live in Amsterdam, in Holland, um, because her mother was very impoverished. Anyway, she's a kind of bit of a giddy teenager. She likes drinking, dancing, meeting boys. She gets a job working for Anne Frank's father, Otto. Now, he is played by the brilliant Liev Schreiber, uh, famous for things like Ray Donovan. And, um, yeah, this is really good setup. So he, his company makes uh something that is used in in jam if you're making jam he he makes this product that you need i think it's pectin i believe um so her first uh, few days in the office she can't understand why all he does is ask her to make jam every day she goes in anyway she's a great character we also see her meeting this rather bookish character called yan played by joe cole of uh, Peaky Blinders fame. You've also got Andy Nyman, you will see in there. You've got Caroline Katz. So a good car. Schreiber's particularly good as Anne Frank's father. He's very sort of softly spoken, thoughtful. They actually hid in a sort of secret annex, uh, which was part of his office building. And Meep and her husband and other people would bring them food and kind of, you know warn them if people were coming to the building to keep quiet so I found it incredibly moving and I thought I knew a lot about the Anne Frank story but this told me a great deal that I didn't what did you think of this I agree I think um the Anne Frank story 
you know you, you feel you know it don't you and i have visited um where she lived in amsterdam and it's it's eerie and the whole everything around it is is eerie and and i don't know just sort of this sort of sense of awfulness kind of hits you um but also the bravery and i think everyone knows the story we're all taught it at school but i think this sheds a very sort of different light on the story and as you say you learn you learn more about it than, you know, you thought you knew everything, but you didn't. And I think it brings the characters to life because, of course, we know Anne through her diary, obviously. Um, but this brings to life the characters a bit more um, and it, it makes it feel very real. I kind of feel like it's one of those things that would really engage, a, you know, students, I suppose, um, when they're sort of teaching history and explaining you know, the atrocities that went on and that these are, because I think we think well, it was in the olden days. It really wasn't that long ago. And not only was it not that long ago, these people were young, they had lives. And I suppose it's a human way of dealing with it. You just sort of shut it off because it's just so terrible what happened. But for me, this absolutely brought a whole new dimension to a story that I thought I already knew so well. Well, we're going to finish off going back to Disney Plus for a feature film that arrived this Wednesday. It's already been out in cinemas. Now it's on Disney Plus. It's called Rye Lane. And here is a clip. I'm going to meet my ex for the first time since the breakup. And you're still calling it the breakup. I thought we were fine. We were better than fine. We moved in together. We had Hamilton tickets. It's a serious commitment. So what happened? She cheated on me with my best friend. You cheated on Tom? With him? There's been a bit of a buzz around this film um, because it's the sort of it's a sort of rom-com that you'd expect the likes of um, I don't know um, some of the kind of the usuals, Hugh Grants and what have you, to be to be in those positions. And and they're not. They've cast all black people, and it's um, a completely different slant on the kind of the whole Notting Hill ideal because of course this is not set in Notting Hill this is set in Peckham and it's incredibly funny because it's sort of I suppose it's stereotypes to a degree but equally um, picks up on some of the the things that you know normal rom-com everything's so sugar-coated isn't it and, and this just isn't so um, it, it follows the story of this couple who actually meet well He's in the toilet crying. Um, and this kind of ridiculously weird day that they have together, um, whether they will, you know, get together or won't know. They're, bo- they're, they're both coming out of, um, of relationships or relationships that just finished, which they, you know, are very upset about. They didn't want them to end. And so I suppose they're kind of consoling each other. They're, the background is very, very bright in some of the areas, you know, but also quite grim in others. Um, there's subtitles for some of the street speak. For, for me, it, I did actually, I did enjoy it. Um, I, I did enjoy the whole thing, but it, it sort of took the mickey out of the rom-coms perhaps that we're used to, but yeah, made it very, very real Um and it was it was it was really fun, and as I say, it's it's already there's a lot of buzz around this, and um, it's expected to do you know incredibly well. And as I say, I I I did really enjoy it. Yeah, I did too, and I didn't bother going to see it when it was in the movies, even though 
uh, Peckham and Brixton, where it's largely filmed, right on my doorstep. So I know all of these locations very well. But it was sort of getting, you know, three-star reviews and people saying, well, yeah, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't kind of life-changing. And I must admit, I wish I had seen it in the seminar because it's it's absolutely great. Um, it's directed by Rain Allen Miller. And you can see that th- this is a film that has a, a real complete sort of vision. It's visually very striking, especially kind of the colour palette. The use of music is great. Uh, the way the camera moves is really interesting. And yeah, as you say, it's uh, two people who, yeah, have had unhappy experiences in love. They meet in a toilet, actually, which is quite... So from the off, it's slightly different. Um, and there's some great scenes. So one of the first things they do together... Uh, so it's Vivian Opara and David Johnson. They are playing Yaz and Dom. And they meet in their, an art gallery. The art gallery scenes are really funny. There's this artist whose uh, work is all sort of extreme close-up <laughs> photographs of people's teeth and gums. So that's quite fun. Anyway, one of the first things they do is that he's going to meet his ex who has cheated on him with his best friend. And they're going to have a sort of closure meeting, the three of them. And she thinks uh, she doesn't want him to do that on his own. So she kind of gate crashes. It's in this restaurant in Peckham. And that is a very funny scene. It's hilarious. So, yeah, I got to say, I thought it was terrific. They, they're they both very engaging, especially Vivian. I thought she was superb in this. And, yeah, it moves around. Um, they go from place to place. They get a kind of a, a barbecue. Uh, there's a great scene where... It's very cleverly imagined. So there's, when she's telling him the story of her relationship breakup, what they do is they set it as a play in a theatre which she is acting in and acting out her her relationship. And he, there are just lots of lots and lots of different versions of him are in the audience. It's it's really imaginative. It's very clever. So yeah, I would say if you didn't see this at the cinema, check it out because it is really really good. Now, we've got to that time, Hannah, where we find out what the heck you've been binging on this week. Well, um, obviously BGT, but also Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares, you know, that oh. it is a nightmare and there's a lot of swearing. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> I caught the final episode of a very good Belfast set cop drama Blue Lights on BBC iPlayer. And if you haven't seen that, check it out. It is very, very good. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to next week's offering. So what's on the agenda, Brenda? Well, the Muppets return as rock band Electric Mayhem get their very own show in the Muppets Mayhem on Disney+. And Jennifer Lopez plays an assassin who comes out of hiding to save her daughter in The Mother on Netflix. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime... Keep watching!